0: Final first round matches from the ROH Pure Tournament. And will the quality continue? First, we have them injecting a little something else in. Pure Tournament so far has been, this is only about the tournament. Yes, it's Ring of Honor, but this is what we do. We talk and we wrestle. No angles, nothing else. This week, we get something new. Just at the top of the program, we get hashtag follow the trend. And this might be something that's coming in over the next few weeks. Interesting to see it if it doesn't impinge on wrestling. So, we know what to expect here. Brilliance. But will that happen this week? The first matchup, we have Rust Taylor versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Russ Taylor, not much known about him, honest chat, not quite up there with some of the others, it has to be said, said he liked New Japan, likes all of the flow from that, that's a good insight. It's about using all of your body, getting the flow and when that works, everything counts. He says he'd work towards trying to get signed, 26, he was told you're not really what we're looking for. Didn't feel like he wanted to do anything else, but this is another chance for him, and he seems completely serious here. That's a nice, a nice wrinkle. Doesn't sell it. It's just there for him. Tracy Williams, time served in the R- in ROH, gives us some insight. Says life bloody feels was a failure. I could have told him that. But the pure championship was the thing that brought him back and he thought this is where I should be. And of course he tells us about the hot sauce, the temper. You don't want to get him upset because that will come out. Those two little bits to camera, not as good this week. And we also at the beginning of it have Fred Yehi talking about last week's surprise win. And he decides to do most of the discussion over his left shoulder. Which is a bit weird. I'm not sure why he made that choice. If he's talking to somebody over there. It doesn't really work, Fred. Never mind. On to the match. And here's where we get the strength back. Williams comes out doing his catch point hand sign. So maybe that's something that he's looking to bring back. They end up nose to nose after he leaps in. And this match was really... 10 minutes, 12 minutes of work on arms and legs. And you know, you might think, well, that just sounds like a bit of a bore. That doesn't sound exciting. That sounds a bit boring to me. But it wasn't. Because this is what ROH can do. We've seen quite a lot of this. In fact, even the WWE were doing this NXT TakeOver 31 in a kind of rebranding way. Talking about more, let's use the word, pure wrestling. More mat-based wrestling, more submission wrestling, more wrestling around the extremities. But ROH have been doing that for years. So here we get a Williams very nice ankle lock into an STF, Taylor having to go to the ropes. Then Taylor mounting Williams and just driving his fists into his arm, into Williams' arm, so that he, so that he can't use that at all. Taylor then hits a lovely hammerlock on the arm, using the leg as well. But Williams knees him in the head to make him break, and then we go to Williams' head scissors. But Taylor transitions very smoothly. It's like silk this into a cross arm breaker, causing Williams. Another rope break. Then he he measures him and hits a lovely pendulum kick on Williams. And Williams has his has another rope break. He takes a grapevine sleeper, and then Taylor fights out of a kind of omoplata, a sort of rings of Saturn. It's lovely to see that. And then we get third rope break. For Williams. This is the third time we've seen three rope breaks used so that when Taylor cinches in a hammerlock to his arm and Williams gets to the rope, the ref ignores it, and all he can do is take them both out to the outside. Williams then takes a uh, gets a close line to a near fall and hits a rather sloppy pile driver. His head was bobbling around a bit in there, Taylor, and a cross face, which is of course one of his great manoeuvres for the pin. Another great match. Just concentrating on the legs and the arms, the only other thing they had really was some kicks and punches and chops. It's so good to see this is real purity, the pure of the wrestling. This is what you can do and it shows that you don't need all the trash and flash and constant high spots. This is Great chain wrestling, telling a story as well. Good psychology, once we know we're in for that, that's what we want to see. These two did it so well. Great opportunity for Taylor, who really stepped up. We kind of knew that Williams might get this, but we thought he might not, particularly after last week's upsets. We thought that might not happen. Great match. Just shows what ROH can do when they concentrate on the wrestling and that's been a feature of this season let's see if that continues because we have newcomer Tony Deppen comes out as a kind of uh, raw-boned farm boy type comes from Hershey, Pennsylvania and his big draw is that nothing is known about him Yeah, he's got family stuff and and a baby on the way but nothing is known about him and he's fighting PJ Black and everything is known about him He's been doing this for 23 years, 1464 countries, trained by shamans, trained trains, um, out in nature. Says that this helps him to get the sun on his skin, gets the connection to the ground on his feet. And he says he can't find anything about Deppen, but he says all these other wrestlers will be saying, I'm doing this for my family and my kid. And that's what Deppen said, really. So <laughs> that's really nice to see. He thinks, he says, you know, you've seen me do the high-flying stuff. I'm a great pure wrestler as well. And I'm going to show you that tonight. He comes out with his protégé, Brian Johnson. When he's not singing for ACDC, he's wrestling. You know, that guy really has got it going on. He comes out with him, but he's got to be careful if he gets involved in the match. Not only is he out of there, he's fired from ROH. And this was another... Good wrestling match. Very early on, there is a Deppen STF attempt, and immediately Black scrambles for the ropes, looks to be in trouble. They get outside, um, Black super kicks him. Johnson trash talking all the time about this. It's the first time we've seen somebody else outside, and it adds a little bit of something, it adds a little bit of the wrestling. And you do need to see that occasionally, of course. Black attacks the arm of Deppin. Um. Sorry, Deppen attacks Black's arm. No, it isn't. It's Black, of course it is. He stomps on the arm. He stomps to hyperextend. He knows exactly where to stomp on that arm. To just pull it out just a little bit. Very painful. But then he tries a springboard and Deppen gets the knees up. Black also hits a, a kick on the back of the head, which looks slow and looks a bit languorous, but it's on the button and it's a great piece of work, really well delivered. Deppen fights back and Quite rightly, Caprice Coleman has been saying if he doesn't get some offense in, Deppen's going to fade. His light's going to fade even more, and that's it. And he does get some offense in from a headbutt, which in the Pure Championship kind of wakes you up a bit. But it's 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 really um, it's really good to see that. Then he hits an STF, and again Black has to crawl over to the ropes for his second rope break. He then. Takes it to the outside and gives us the timeout signal. There's no timeouts in wrestling. Talks to Johnson, he's distracted and Deppen hits, through the ropes, a great cannonball. That's more difficult to do than it sounds, you know. And he really delivers and executes it beautifully. Then in the ring he hits a double stomp for a, for a two count. But Black takes control late on. And although it might have been nice to see an upset, he hits these moves so well in the combination at the end that it is just ideal. And Deppen gets over two because he takes a pump handle into a cutter. Deppen hits out at one. He takes the pump handle again, spins him around for a DDT. Deppen kicks out at two. So he takes a crucifix driver, which you don't often see. Great to see that broken out. And that gets the pin as it should, because it's sneaky too. Deppen didn't get the, get the win, but he looked great doing it. Black is not exactly a pure wrestler. He has those wrestling tropes that you will see on the main programming and that adds something slightly different because even those people who are trash and flash, like Dalton Castle who can still do it of course in the ring it was different when he fought in the first round when he fought Jay Lethal and lost, it was different, it's as if they're saying this is a different kind of wrestling and we need to be cognizant of that and wrestle in a different, slightly different way which I'm all for, but it was quite refreshing to see Black doing all the get to the outside, give us the time out, have someone with him, do all that trash talking, all of that. Another great programme. Not quite as fantastic as usual. Drops half a point, it's a four and a half out of five. A 4.5 out of five. But this is wrestling. Wrestling. An ROH, with the pure tournament, this is what other wrestling federations are coming to. A more map-based and older style. I've been saying this for months, ever since the NWA, who I hope haven't gone, but I fear have, decided to do their weekly programming from the studio as they would in the, in the early to mid-80s. The old style is coming back, and this fits just in where our are. It's all to play for, for this company. I'll go on and see what that hashtag is. In the meantime, they could have something here which elevates them as a federation, and I bloody well hope so kata